Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Infinity. This is a role-playing podcast in which the players enter a world of endless imagination and infinite possibilities. So what's the objective of this podcast? Well, I love video games and podcasts. So I thought, why not blend the two? Join in on the journey and enjoy the ride. Press start to begin. Hello, hello. Welcome players, one and all. My name is Joy Infinity. My pronouns are she, her, and my virtual age is 25. And I'm here to answer the question, where have I been? Yes, it's been months since the last episode has dropped. If you have been able to listen to them, I truly appreciate it that you've been taking the time during this crazy quarantine to listen to any episodes that I've ever released online. Thank you. I truly appreciate it. I've been relaxing in the world of Infinity, and I wanted to give you an update on how I've been. So in the year 2020, in terms of my physical levels, I was not doing so well. I am not ashamed to admit, but I did not exercise at all. I barely went outside because I didn't want to. And I lost a lot of weight. I wasn't really eating. And this isn't to brag. I'm just saying this because I'm being as honest as possible. Definitely was not eating as well as I should have been. Shout out to my baby for preparing many, many foods, many snacks. But I was just really lazy in 2020. I also had a very, very bad habit that I encountered before quarantine even existed, definitely defeated me in 2020. And I am proud to say that I have stopped doing this as of this recording. And I plan on not doing this again. My habit was chewing ice for more than a year. And honestly, I feel like the toll that it took on my body hasn't been very good to the point where I am forcibly not eating ice anymore. I'm not chewing on it to the point that I had it to a science of what water to use, whether it was tap or filtered, how many ice cubes a day I was eating, how I was eating them. And it was a really, really bad habit, all of you players out there. So please, please do not do it as much as it was an addiction for me during that whole quarantine out of boredom. I have definitely stopped and I highly encourage that if anyone else has this habit, please reach out to me. And it really did get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I, I really, really, really have to stop this. So physically, I have gone through a lot of changes. Mentally, for the most part, I do feel like I have been at a stable level of mental abilities. Mentally, I felt like I had a lot going on in my head in terms of ideas and different types of ways I want to express myself, but I wasn't really sure how to go about it. And then quarantine just basically made me feel like I needed to sit down and obviously I needed to write things out, but I haven't gone over the edge. I, I haven't felt like I was crazy or felt like I needed to break down in any 
mental fashion. I feel like overall I kept a cool, calm, collected way. And if I did get a little bit stressed out, I'm happy to say I did have some options for me to calm down. One of the things I want to promote is a specific kind of oil. I don't want to say specifically because I'm not getting paid to, uh, you know, advertise this oil. But if you want to know the type of oil that I'm talking about, please hit me up. But that definitely calmed me down. Emotionally, I feel like I've been also mostly stable. I feel like if my emotions did get out of control, I was able to rein them back in. And it wasn't just me alone. I'm blessed to have a person that cares for me. I'm happy to have my friends with me. I'm happy to have people that I can reach out to about my emotions. And for the most part, I made it out of 2020 alive. So here we are in 2021, trying to do the best we can. And I wanted to at least look back at how 2020 really, really affected me. And when I say 2020... It's the word I haven't used yet, but I will probably be using from this point on, and that's COVID-19. I'm here to talk about my COVID-19 experience, my coronavirus experience, because if you do not know, I had been infected with the coronavirus. It happened, and I wanted to talk about that experience I wanted to break down that experience for you all players, just in case if if any players out there are experiencing any feelings of anxiety or nervousness or anything like that, I wanted to at least break down my experience with COVID-19 so it couldn't possibly help you or anyone else that may be going through it as well. I am blessed to say that I am one of the lucky ones that didn't have it so hard. So... Here, in my words, is what happened to me during the time I got COVID-19. So near the beginning of 2020, when the world started to shut down, my main goal was to make sure I never left the house. And when I didn't leave the house, I was cool. Didn't really worry too much, because I love being inside. I have so many things to occupy my time. Not an issue. Anytime I decided to leave the house, I wore two masks. I wore the surgical mask, the blue surgical mask, and a mask on top of that. So when all of this first started, and actually is still happening, I continue to wear two masks when I leave the house. CDC and certain people or certain agencies are now telling people, hey, you should wear two masks. I was like, I've been on that jazz. What are you talking about? So I was wearing two masks since the beginning of lockdown. Every time. Anytime I leave this house. And that was, of course, to do the bare essential things. Honestly, the only time I hung out with my friends was in the summertime. And that was once. And even after that, I had severe anxiety that maybe baby and I might have caught something, not from my friends, but just being in a new environment that we all hadn't been in before. So that was something that told me, okay, we have to take precautions. We have to make sure that we are obviously disinfecting everything. We're wearing our masks. We're, you know, spraying down our clothes. We're instantly showering. We're washing all of our 
everything head to toe hair to toe every time we come back from being outside so for the most part i really wasn't comfortable with leaving i only felt like if we're gonna go outside it has to be for a good reason and then we come right back inside and then i lowered my guard the wall was dropped it was thanksgiving and of course i did have my apprehensions then However, I wasn't really too filled in on the details of who was going to be at Thanksgiving. Initially, I didn't want to go anywhere for Thanksgiving. I thought we were just going to stay home. However, I did decide to go out to a family's house. And I did not know that there were going to be more family members there than I thought. So by the time I walked in the door and took off my masks, and saw that there were more people there, it was already too late. And I was already inside the house, I was already breathing the air that everybody else was breathing. And Thanksgiving went great. The food was delicious, got to spend quality time with the family. There wasn't any bad memories of being there. However, things took a turn that Saturday. So there was Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and then Saturday. That was November 28th. And that was when I experienced my first symptom of the coronavirus. That day, I distinctly remember that I couldn't taste certain food. And I didn't understand this food on that Saturday I've eaten plenty of times before, so I know exactly what it tastes like. I know exactly how my brain lets out serotonin and my taste buds are just dancing of how delicious this food is. And it didn't really feel like it was hidden. That's the most I can say about that description. Like, it really wasn't hidden as hard. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. I could taste rice. I could taste chicken, but there were certain vegetables I really wasn't tasting. And there were certain other foods that I was like, this this could go harder, but I don't understand why I'm not really tasting it as well. And I think even the soups, I was kind of like, I'm not really tasting this soup as well. And then, like I mentioned in the beginning, my horrible habit of chewing ice. Like I said, I was eating ice for basically a whole year. So I knew exactly what ice tastes like. And when I went to chew ice that day, I couldn't taste it. It didn't taste at all the same as how I was used to tasting it. And I know that sounds weird because it's like, it's water, Joy. It doesn't taste like anything. No, 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 no. I have consumed tons of water brands. I know what filtered water tastes like from my parents' fridge, to my friend's house. I can pick up what water tastes like now. And of course, when it comes to frozen water, I know it seems like it tastes the same, but it does not. Especially when you are using either tap or filtered. So I knew, like I said, to the science of what ice tastes like, because I was eating it for a year. And when I tell you I couldn't taste it, that was my sign of like, oh my God, something's wrong. Something is severely wrong. And the third symptom was that I had this 
tiny pain in the middle of my chest. Like when I went to inhale, I would feel a little kind of stinging sensation in the middle of my chest, but there was no coughing, no wheezing, none of, none of that happened. So I was kind of just worried. Also, besides the chest, my left nostril felt a little blocked in terms of, I don't know if it was, you know, mucus or anything like that. It just felt like if I blew my nose, I wasn't really getting it all out. And I had that going on and felt all of this for two weeks. And I know you might be saying, oh my God, you sat on this for two weeks. I didn't want to. I was scared. I was afraid. I didn't want to think that it was COVID-19. I felt like, was I being paranoid? Was this something that was maybe I was blowing out of proportion? When I knew I couldn't taste ice, I instantly thought it was COVID. I instantly thought it. I was like, it has to be it. It has to be it. However, sat on it for two weeks because I just was like, well, maybe, you know, no one else is having symptoms around me, right? Like I just, I don't go anywhere. So is this, this? Everyone else at the dinner seemed fine. So sat on it for two weeks. And then after that two weeks was up, Someone from the family did call us and say, hey, I tested positive for COVID-19. And in my brain and in my heart, I was like, this is it. We have to go get tested. We have to go get tested. I have to go get tested because I am someone that suffers from an autoimmune disease. I have multiple sclerosis and I am currently on medicine that suppresses my immune system. So if anyone is going to have the Rona, Miss Rona, the Kofefe. It has to be me, unfortunately. And I was the number one person that was going to be at risk for it, top of the list. So, testing. I went to two places. So after we were informed that one of the family members tested positive, I went with the family and we got tested immediately. First place I went to they called me 10 minutes on my phone after the initial test. So when I say this, I'm saying we went to this facility, got assaulted by a ginormous long swab up both of my nostrils, left the room, went to the lobby. The facility called me on my phone 10 minutes later, like, hey, Joy, are you still here? And I was like, yes. I can see you in the back talking on the phone to me. And they're like, you got to come to the back. You got to come, you got to come, you got to come. And I was like, uh, okay, this is, this is it, right? And yep, then they told me instantly tested positive for COVID-19. However, after me, no one else in the family tested positive for it. So I was very concerned. I was confused. I didn't understand how come I'm the only one. But then of course, again, my medicine, something. I, I don't have the tools to fight this. I really don't. So, all right. But because it was so instant, I definitely felt skeptical of this particular facility. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere else. So I actually went to the hospital. I took an Uber, which may or may not be responsible, but I didn't want to drive and I didn't want to walk. So I figured, let me just 
do the responsible thing. I had my two masks on. I, you know, made sure I didn't touch anything. And I got in, got out. And I went to the emergency room where I just said, hey, I'm here for COVID-19 testing. And they tested me with their ginormous plastic protective gear to make sure that I wasn't contagious or anything. I did tell them in advance that I had been basically quarantining for two weeks after I started to feel symptoms. So they knew that ahead of time, but they still took their, you know, cautions. And then a day later is when the doctor called me about those results. And I got those results at nine o'clock at night. And he was like, yeah, Joy, you, uh, you're testing positive here. And I was like, okay, all right. To those facilities, thank you. But also, I hated every part of being tested with the swabs. I hated it. It felt like nostril assault. Just complete assault of my nostrils. And I, I just never, I never want to experience that again. But if I have to, I will. But oof. Child, it is not no joke. If you if you got those swabs up your nose, ugh, God. So, after I was fully told that I tested positive for the coronavirus, for Miss Rona, for the Kofefe, I began to tell my parents, told my grandmother, told my best friends, and I was even live on Twitch when the doctor called me. So I told everybody during the stream that I tested positive. So honestly, it felt like a virtual hug when everybody was like, oh my God, Joy, that's crazy. I'm so sorry. And I did feel honestly grateful that if these are the symptoms that I'm experiencing right now, if this is the worst of it, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, Buddha, Shiva, anybody out there that prays. Thank you, God, for it being this and not any worse. I'm happy that I can breathe on my own. I'm happy that I'm, I'm not struggling to breathe. I'm happy that I'm able to still be around my loved one and, you know, still function without having to worry about how I'm supposed to do things and get things done. Now, if you all have never been tested positive, if you've never tested positive for corona, or if you don't know anybody that has tested positive, it's like, what are the next steps? What do you do? Well, if you do get tested, this is the stuff that I guess they don't tell you. So when you do get tested, I pay for my own health insurance. So when I did go to get tested, I had to present my health insurance card. And they basically are like, we ain't going to test you unless we see you got insurance. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I don't believe I was charged for anything. However, when I did get tested, I didn't have to call any of the states because the states call you. Yes, that's right. So when I say I got phone calls from two different states asking for information about who tested positive first, where was I living, what was going on, am I in contact with anybody that has the same results. When I say that they go into detail, asking you about where you are, who you are, do you know anybody? Have you been in contact with anybody? The states call your phone, they blow it up. And if anything, they call and they ask you to speak to the person that you know that could be also a person that tested positive. So 
that was the thing that I was surprised at. The fact that not one, but two states were calling me saying, hey, we know that you tested positive for the coronavirus and we need to make sure that you're okay and what you may need. One of the states even offered a two-week quarantine site at a hotel if I didn't have the proper environment to quarantine away from other people. So I was very surprised. And that particular state also sent a care package to my house to make sure that I had all the equipment, all the responsible things. I mean, I was very surprised at the way that they they responded to the positive corona results. So initially, I tested positive mid-December and I took the doctor's instructions. He said to go on a quarantine again to make sure that I'm not contagious and I'm not spreading it around. So I did. I got tested again on Kwanzaa, but this time I actually got to do blood work. So it wasn't just getting the nostril assault. It was also testing for antibodies, the PCR testing, the PT work. However, they identify that for your blood, they check you. So I'm happy to share that I have tested negative for the virus that was late December of 2020. And I haven't been tested since. I haven't really gone anywhere since. However, I also know that as of this recording, the vaccine has been rolling out and I have not been one of those people to receive the vaccine yet due to different state laws. I feel like it was announced recently that all people will be available to take the vaccine in May of 2021. That may be subject to change, but obviously I'm recording this. Things can change all the time. But I haven't received the vaccine. And to my knowledge, I am still negative for the virus. I haven't seen anything else pop up in terms of symptoms. So I'm just blessed to still be alive in 2021 and to be able to share my COVID experience with you all and hope that it doesn't scare you as much, it doesn't make you feel like all is lost and everything is hopeless. But as we transition into a new year, I do want to share some thoughts on how to save the day. So now that we know what this is, where we stand about it, and who and what stands against us, which is the virus, how do we prevail? So, the following advice is what I have done thanks to doctors that I've seen, doctors that I am seeing currently, and I'm not a doctor, so I'm just saying if you listen to this, definitely seek out your own medical professions. Don't just solely rely on me talking because I'm going through my own health journey. So this isn't verbatim, this is what you need to do against the Rona, but just saying this is what I've done. So, in my case, my daily life after testing positive for the Rona was that I was to be quarantined for 14 days. And one of the doctors told me that after 10 days that I was no longer infectious. So I still decided, obviously, 14 days I'm going to not be around anybody And that also meant that I wasn't going to be, you know, affectionate and 
all of that around my baby because, you know, we just shouldn't be passing it to each other. So it's just kind of like, all right, well, we just have to make sure that we wipe down everything and we be as careful as possible. So the doctor told me to basically quarantine for 14 days and that I should be eating immune boosting foods and having vitamins. He didn't say specifically the type of vitamins, this one particular doctor. However, now that I have a new neurologist in my life, he did recommend these vitamins specify to me. So I'm not going to mention the vitamins and I'm not going to mention the immune boosting foods because again, it's all based off of my diet. However, that's what I was suggested to do. Also, I was suggested to drink plenty of liquids and my liquids of choice was tea and water. I don't want to say specifically what type of tea because those brands aren't paying me either. However, water is water is water. You should be drinking water anyway. And I definitely needed to up my water game, of course, because of the vitamins. And I'm eating these foods, so I definitely needed to up my water intake. Eating fruits. Fruits was great. I am someone that loves grapes, so I was eating fruits anyway. Uh, I love apples. I love grapes. I love mangoes and peaches and plums and, and different fruits that are available in the house. So I'm grateful that there were fruits here. I want to shout out one of my best friends who took the time to order gummies for me. I'm not going to say the brand because again, I am not being paid for this. However, she was a wonderful beacon of light who when I told her that I tested positive, she was like, I'm going to send you these right now. And I, I, I'm very blessed and grateful to have people in my life who actually do care about me. So that was really nice. And I, and I do take those gummies still from time to time. I haven't taken them in a while now because I've been eating fruits instead of taking the gummies. But I appreciated that gesture. She also sent tea over as well. So I was just really happy to have a mini care package as well of, of those things. Who are we protecting? Honestly, family members, neighbors, and your friends. Please don't be selfish. And when I say this, please, please listen. Wear your mask always. Please wear the mask. I'm not even saying to wear two. I know that maybe now in 2021, they're like I said, they're probably suggesting to wear two. Wear two. Please wear two. If you can't, if it really bothers you, just wear the mask. It's been proven you do not suffocate when you're wearing the mask. It's literally not hard. I just ask that when you do wear the mask and you want to eat, don't just pull the mask down to your chin and then you put it back up. I highly suggest if you're going to take your mask off to eat or do anything else to actually take the whole mask off, like take at least the one side of your mask, take it off off your one ear, whether it's the left ear or the right ear, just take it off, talk or eat or whatever, and then put it back on. Don't just drop it down to where your chin is and then pull it back up. The germs that could be on your chin and your neck that have already been exposed are going to be inside your mask when you like do that. And then you put it back up to your mouth and your nose and your face. But then that's also to say, well, Joy, if you take your mask off, you're already opening, you know, your mask to it's subject to be open to the air anyway but I'm like you know what it's it's better to do it that way than just have if the particles are on your skin 
and it's in the mask. It's like, no, <laughs> versus it's just being out there. Either way, I'm not here to argue about mask politics. I'm literally just trying to tell you, just wear the mask. Please wear it. It is important. It's not just for you. It's for everyone around you. It's to stop the spread of this vicious, vicious virus. Rona does not care about your ethnicity, your religion, your height, your weight, your preferences. It just wants to destroy. That's the whole objective. And it is mutating faster than we can blink. So I'm just saying, please, please, please wear the mask. Just wear the mask. Stop the spread. If I have to go outside, I come back in and I immediately disinfect. I wash my hands. I spray my clothes down. I jump in the shower. I wash and condition my hair. Everything. And that's before going further inside of the house. Luckily, the bathroom is kind of midway in the house. So it's not that I have to go all the way to the bedroom to do this and do that. I have to go to the kitchen, spray everything down, throw myself in the shower, disinfect before I continue any further inside of the house. And that's just not for my sake. That's just, that's for baby's sake. That's for anybody. Because I don't want this to continue to be spread. I don't want to be dealing with this virus any longer than we all have to either. But I'm doing my part to, if it's an inconvenience, this is a minor inconvenience compared to people that have already perished and suffered from this virus. How are we recharging? Honestly, like I mentioned earlier, I now have a new neurologist and he gave me a list of vitamins to take. When I went to go see this new neurologist, I had blood work done and I had a lot of vials of blood taken from me and there was some stuff on there. He was like, Joy, how are you not dizzy? How are you surviving? And I was like, I feel fine, doc. And he's like, no, Joy. <laughs> so basically to say that I'm severely anemic and I was not going outside, so I did not get a lot of sun and I was just like my skin and there was so much going on with me. So staying inside wasn't really a good idea all the time, but I'm still kind of doing it. I'm not perfect. Don't blame me. The best way that I have been recharging is to have a sense of gratitude and empathy for this world. I am grateful to be alive. I'm grateful that I can sit here and record a podcast. I'm grateful that I can see my family and I can see my friends. Obviously, I can't see them in person all the time. However, to be able to have the technology, to be able to pay for the internet that allows me to see my family and friends through FaceTime or, you know, any type of services that I can, I'm grateful that I can see them and we can talk and we can have things to say to each other because there have been plenty of people, family or not, that have gone through way worse than I have. And I don't want to waste any time not expressing how I feel about them or about myself or about anything. Because going through this virus, going through this experience of being on lockdown definitely gave me so much perspective and allowed me to have the time to look around and be outside of myself and really just enjoy things that either make me feel calm and or happy. And to really appreciate the people in my life and what's going on in my life. And it's not that I'm looking for peace or anything. I feel that I have a sense of peace in my body 
and I'm grateful to do the things that I love versus struggling to breathe in a hospital, having to rely on tubes to survive. And I'm grateful that none of my family or friends have succumbed to this virus. And I appreciate that we are all still alive right now. So that is truly my recharge. So that is something that has kept me going during this crazy pandemic. And now we've reached the save point. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm so glad to be back finally. I'm so happy to be able to record episodes again. It was entirely my fault. So don't feel like, hey, Joy, oh my God, are you okay? Something wrong? No, it was me. It was me. I really just needed to have the energy and the mindset and the time to really sit down and record. Also, it was my MacBook because literally I had some type of malware on here and I was just like, look, I don't want to sit down and record episodes until I get this malware going. I had to, in this pandemic, reset my Mac to factory settings twice because of foolishness. So you know what? This episode was a long time coming and I promise you all that it's going to be much better And I promise you all that you're going to see a lot more of this podcast in 2021. So thank you for your patience. Thank you so much for definitely asking about it, asking me, hey, Joy, when are the new episodes coming? I promise you they are coming. I cannot wait to give you all of the episodes that I've been sitting on. And, you know, I want to share them with you all because this podcast was one of the best things that did come out of this quarantine, that did come out of this pandemic. So as much as Rona sucks, Rona, Miss Rona, you you finna go. As much as Rona sucks, I'm so grateful that I was finally able to put thoughts into action and put action into being by having this podcast actually exist. So in one sense, you suck, Rona, but thanks, Rona. (laughs) And so I say... The call to action is that even though we are in 2021, Rona ain't done. Don't let your guard down. Please, please continue to social distance. Please take time to wear your mask properly and go and reflect on what you've gone through in 2020. Create some goals for yourself in this new year. I have a lot of goals that I want to hit this year in 2021 and I feel like I'm just getting started. As much as that year, 2020, which God help us, was a horrible year, I actually got a lot done. There was stuff that I didn't even think I would ever do in my adult life that I was able to accomplish in 2020. So 2021 is just, hey, maybe to some people it's 2020.1 or 2020 version 2. I don't know. But we have to keep a positive mindset and stay focused on what's truly important to us and to make sure that we are taking as much time to be empathetic towards others and to not beat ourselves up about what we could or couldn't do in 2020. It's a new year and you're allowed to be your authentic self, whether that means getting to it now, getting to it later, but you're going to get to it. And I have confidence in you just as much as you all have had confidence in me that I was going to release more episodes of this podcast. So thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Truly. I appreciate it. Thank you so much players for listening. And until next time, 
exit game.